The first season of the historical 13th century Turkish drama Resurrection of Tugel was an amazing experience. As I mentioned in my review, it was like my dream come true, seeing a show based on Islamic history, which is so interesting, that showcased the values and morals of the religion, and had some awesome action and drama to boot. It followed the Oguz Turkic Kayi tribe, led by Suleiman Shah, whose son Ertugul Ghazi would father Osman I, who would go on to found the Ottoman Empire. The series, which has taken huge parts of the world by storm and broken so many records, is a combination of fact and fiction and follows the adventures of Ertugul and his tribe as he faces enemies and tribulations both in and outside of the tribe, all of which lead up to the founding and creation of the Ottoman Empire. Season 1 of course had loads of subplots and different stories, but the main conflict of the film was the Kai tribe migrating to a land which triggered the attention of a local Christian Templar castle, whose leaders tried to take out the Kais and build enough support from the Vatican to launch a crusade against the Muslim world. There's a staggering level of depth to the characters, both the protagonists and the antagonists, but ultimately season 1 is conventional in the sense that the overall story is that there's a beef between a group of Muslims and a group of Christians. The reason why I mention this is because that season 2 feels so different, even though the overall gist of the story is very similar. It feels meaner, it feels tougher, harder, angrier, and not to mention the budget seems higher, with the season wasting no time within the first few minutes of the first episode to show off some excellent fight choreography, unconventional drone-captured cinematography, and some really cool new music. But anyway, it is just so much more hardcore than season 1. I mean, the first couple of episodes sees Ertugel kidnapped by a sadistic bunch of villains and tortured repeatedly, including having a nail driven through his hand and onto a tree. And the very first time we see the Kai tribe, they've all been absolutely decimated and destroyed by an attack. Some of the primary characters from season 1 are dead, others are horrifically injured. It's such a huge contrast to the way season 1 ended. It keeps you on your toes as well, because you just don't know who to root for, as the drama in the camp is on steroids compared to the first season. Ertugul and his wife, Halimi Sultan, the ultimate romantic partnership of the series, argue and fight, with Ertugul raising his voice in a rare occasion. Ertugul's own mother votes against him in a Marquet decision, which causes mistrust between them two. The brothers all turn on each other. Characters who were squeaky clean in the first season, like Gokche, are all of a sudden doing a bit of scheming and planning of their own. Many notable characters from season 1 defect to the bad guys in this one, and family dynamics are all over the place. Even Ertugel himself behaves in surprising ways. It is so turbulent, there's so much mistrust, so much backbiting, infighting, double-crossing, betrayals, and between the closest of kin. It's no wonder then, that Ertugel gets the idea to migrate away to a new land with anyone who's loyal to him, which is something set up for the third season. Season 1 felt like a straight up put em up between the Muslims and Christians. This one feels like the season of betrayal and backstabbing. The darker nature of this season is best personified by the bad guys in this one, the Mongols. The Mongols are pretty much known for pillaging and raiding all over the lands they conquered. They were a horrible bunch, so it makes sense for this season to have such a harsher tone than the one that came before it. And the thing about the Mongols was that there were so many of them, 
as is the case with this season, with one of the main issues being the sheer number of the enemy. And while season 1 had several key antagonists, like Titus and the head of the castle, I can't remember what his name was, but in this one, the power of the Mongol army is consolidated and manifested in the character of Noyan, a half-Turk Mongol commander who is under orders from one of the sons of Genghis Khan. And whilst you could more or less see where the Christians were coming from in season 1, as history tells us, the Mongols just want to dominate and widen their grip. They are sadistic, they are weird, and no one is more sadistic and weird than Noyan, who I believe is one of the very best bad guys I've ever seen in a show. He does so many horrific things, he murders and rapes and pillages, and yet you can't help but like him in a way. He's really funny. Some of the things he does and the faces he makes, he's just one of those characters that just doesn't give a shit. He's really charismatic, and if it wasn't for the people he burns alive and tortures, you get the sense that this guy would make for a good drinking buddy. He's the kind of bad guy, like Ertugo's uncle, Kurdogol, in season 1, that you're secretly hoping won't die soon, because you know that when he does, the season is going to get a lot less interesting. So the story in this one basically kicks off with the Kai tribe being attacked and obliterated to the point of extinction by the Mongols, and they retreat and seek refuge with the Doguga tribe, led by Jaime Anna's brother, Korkut Bey. Whilst this is happening, Ertugul and Halime Sultan, who just announced she's pregnant, get attacked by Mongols, and whilst Halime escapes and manages to get back to the tribe, Ertugul is taken prisoner and led to the Mongol camp. His family don't know if he's alive and are even resigned to thinking he has died, giving his duty as the head of the Alps, you know, the warriors, to his cousin, the fiery and temperamental Tutikin Bey, son of Korkut Bey, with only Halime trusting Ertugul will return. Tensions arise between the two tribes, Kai and Dogurga, both living together and characters like Jaime Anna and his son Gundogul trying to keep the peace. Artugul's return causes friction between him and Tutukin, since he is now head of Alps. Artugul is the only one who's been in the enemy camp and knows that an attack is being mounted, and he's adamant the two tribes get ready for war. But much of the tribe's people would rather believe everything is hunky-dory and rosy, and worry about their goats and crops, attempting to silence Artugul for apparently trying to cause mischief. Meanwhile, Aitolun, the wife of Korkot Bay, sows more trouble around the Kai tribe, turning people against each other through mischief and deceit, and is later revealed that this isn't simply the mother of a tribe getting a clause out because another one's moved in, but she's plotting to help her ambitious brother, Gumustakin Bey, become a margrave and the new leader of both tribes, who has the secret support of the sneaky Sadatin Kobek, the Seljuk emir sent by the Sultan Alahuddin to oversee peace in the land. And this Kopek is also one who has his ambitious beady eyes set on a higher position. The only person who seemingly recognises Aitolon's wicked ways is Seljan Hatun, Gondogul's wife. Which is really interesting because it's one of those takes one to know one kind of things, with Seljan being the one in season 1 stirring things up, but since seeing the error of her ways. She is constantly shushed and put down by her husband, who it seems is adamant to play the good little boy and keep the peace between the two tribes, even if it means being blind to corruption happening right in front of his face, and constantly blaming his brother Tugel for every little thing that goes wrong at the tribe. 
So it's all happening. It's all going on. And I'll tell you something else. This season is so long. I mean, really long. On Netflix, there's about 103 episodes, all at around 45 minutes long. If you take a well-known show, let's say HBO's The Sopranos. Okay, each episode is an hour long, so there's a 20 minute difference. But there were 86 episodes of The Sopranos in its entire six season run. Seven if you count the last two as separate seasons. So that's 86 episodes in an entire show. One of the very best shows in history. And this one has 103 episodes, but in just one season. It's an incredible mammoth runtime. And a huge task to sit through and finish it all. But it does mean we get some fantastic character building and development. Loads of interesting drama. Some brilliant religious and philosophical advice from the likes of Ertugul Sheikh Ibn Arabi. And some really great fight scenes. The action scenes were a massive step up from the first season. They were so much fun to watch. And there was this one epic showdown near the middle of the season where practically every main character who was a warrior was involved in this huge battle that takes place in a forest. I just love how each character has his own set of specific toys and fighting style. I didn't really think this season needed to be as long as it did. There were times where it had scenes where the same point is being repeated. Like about 10 that tell us Tutikin is emotional, explosive and needs to learn to control his anger. The length of this season, and as mentioned, some repetitive scenes, does make a few episodes a slog to get through. And it does mean the lows of season 2 are lower than season 1, but the highs are higher. For a long time, I thought season 2 was not as good as the first, but as I watched more and more, I came to feel that this season did manage to surpass its predecessor. Especially the last 4 or 5 episodes, which were filled with so much raw emotion, and which hit you so hard in the gut. The last couple of episodes were emotionally devastating. I teared up quite a few times. And had I not been watching with the family, I definitely would have started bawling my eyes out. This is a show that has everything. And this particular season doubles down on everything we loved about the first and spices things up with the more hardcore edge this season has to it. The drama is incredible. The action feels so raw and real. It's just a stunning season of television. One of the very best I've ever seen. And this series as a whole is shaping up to be the best I've ever seen.